Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So it is that time of year where we are once again in the same time zone as our neighbors in Saskatchewan. So if we have to book anybody for interviews in Saskatchewan, we can say, hey, 2 o'clock our time, 2 o'clock your time. Uh, Saskatchewan seems to have it figured out. In fact, our colleague Jackson Prosco uh, tweeted in response to a tweet from the president, uh, make America Saskatchewan again. Donald Trump tweeted this morning, making daylight saving time permanent is okay with me, exclamation mark. Should we just pick a time and stick with it? A number of jurisdictions are considering this, including many on the West Coast. You might recall just a couple of years ago, wasn't it, that Alberta seemed to be on the verge of abandoning the time change. Well, then we abandoned the idea of abandoning it. It's something we grumble about uh, twice annually. But is it the kind of thing that we grumble about for a day and then get over with? Or is it about time that we just stop doing this? The fact is, in late December, I mean, we only got so much daylight to go around. And then late June, we got more than than we can deal with, right? More than we know what to do with. Ultimately, does it matter? As weird as it is to change what time it is is it just the way it has to be all right well joining us uh, for some thoughts is someone who is very devoted to the cause of ending this practice tristan hopper edmonton based a reporter and columnist with the national post tristan great to have you with us here welcome to the program thanks for having me all right so you, you've really made this uh, your, your cause this monstrous burden as as you've called it why are you so opposed to to this twice annual tradition I don't take up a lot of causes. I, I think most of them are a waste of time. But the only reason I take this up twice per year is because it's so empirically wrong in every way. And, you know, I get, I, I get into detail in this in the National Post piece. But essentially, uh, we have a pretty disruptive twice annual ritual, ritual that is performed ostensibly for the reason of saving energy. However, every time a bunch of scientists see if it actually is saving energy, the conclusions are either it isn't saving energy or it's actually making things worse. So you're basically asking all of society uh, to undergo something that, you know, I, I don't care if you're a retiree or a college student, you can handle an hour without sleep. But I'm calling as a parent here um, or anybody who's, who's taking care of elderly relatives in the home. There's a whole demographic of people in Canada and the United States where losing an hour of sleep is pretty disruptive to their day. So we're doing this to millions of people each year for no definable reason. So obviously you would get rid of this thing. Well, it is interesting because I, I don't know exactly why we do it. I mean, we used to hear that, that it was the farmers who wanted this, and now the farmers 
it wasn't really them that were pushing for it. As you say, this was supposedly some kind of way of saving energy. Uh, that doesn't seem to be the case. So once we started to rule out those, I mean, what, what arguments do we have left? It's the Germans' fault, like a lot of things. Uh, so what happened is, uh, you know, no offense, Germany, but two world wars, okay. But anyway, during that, the first of those two world wars, uh, Germany uh, decided to put in daylight saving time uh, as a form uh, of saving energy. So they're at total war with the rest of the world. So they thought, well, maybe if we change the clocks around, everybody's going into munitions factories. We won't have to keep the lights on in those factories as long, and that's more energy we can use to killing the Allies. So the British Empire, of which Canada was, of course, a part, uh, saw this and decided, well, what if the Germans have a point? We don't want them having an edge over us, so we'll do it too, just in case. Uh, so that's the origins of this whole thing. It was a wartime measure intended to save energy. Now, potentially, it made sense at that time, because Canada had a very simple energy grid at that time. I mean, electricity was used essentially for lighting and nothing else. Uh, stoves, everything else was used uh, for was a different form of energy. But uh, it's been a 100 years, so we have a much more complex electrical grid. You get up in the morning, you turn on your computer, you're using a toaster, you're using uh, your boiling water. So just putting in policies based on this old-timey concept that if we just have the lights on not as often, we will save energy, doesn't really make any sense. And that's why, when you look at this empirically, and it's pretty easy to do, um, the conclusion is, oh, it's not actually saving energy or it's making things worse. What is the negative, uh, though, of, of doing this? What, what is the downside of, of changing our clocks be, beyond it being annoying? Right. So, as I mentioned, there's no science showing that it's doing any good. But there's lots of science showing that it's doing harm. Um, essentially, what you're doing, particularly at this time of year, uh, so when we do the spring ahead, you're taking the entire population, every man, woman, and child, no one is spared, and forcing them to lose an hour of sleep. Now, imagine, um, without sleep, uh, you're impairing everybody's behavior. So imagine if we put in some sort of national program where every year, every man, woman, and child had to show up to work or school and, you know, slam a tumbler of whiskey. Productivity would go down. Accidents would go up. Depression would go up. You're essentially toying with the sleep of the entire populace. So it's not unreasonable to assume that there would be deleterious effects uh, in the aggregate. And that's exactly what's been found every time this has looked into. Anytime so, uh, car crashes go up in both Canada and the United States. Construction site accidents go up. Workplace productivity goes down. Uh, there's European studies showing that depression goes up. Now, you could say, well, that's just for the spring ahead. In the fall back, um, because we're getting the extra hour of sleep, maybe all those things go away. And all of these studies find that when it comes with a fallback, highways aren't getting that much safer. It's usually kept about the same. Um, workplace productivity isn't suddenly getting so much better because there's an extra hour of sleep. So we're there's a bunch of costs we're paying at the spring ahead clock change that we don't get back uh, at the fall uh, for, for fallback. Uh, the spring ahead fallback. But I mean, how's it any different than say, you know, you, you go to visit uh, some family in BC and you got to change a clock, then you come home, you got to change a clock again. You know, there, there are a lot of things we do that, that kind of mess with our internal clocks or reasons why we might stay up later than we should miss out on, uh, on a good night's sleep like we should. Don't we do that kind of stuff all the time? Uh, yeah, but we don't force absolutely everyone to do it for no reason. So, yes, I, I recently traveled to BC. I had to mix my clocks around, but I got to see family. 
It's not like the government was ordering me to do it because of some obscure I belief from the First World War that no one has had the courage to get rid of. Uh, so that's why I object to it. I don't mind screwing with people if there's a reason for it, but there's no reason to be doing this whatsoever. Okay, so if then we stop doing it, on what side of the divide do we stop doing it on? If we stick with the spring ahead, people are going to say it's not going, we're not going to get sunrise until like 9 a.m. in the winter. Or, you know, we've got the concern that if we don't set the clocks an hour ahead, then we're going to have like these 3 a.m. sunrises or 4 a.m. sunrises in the summer, and it's going to be bright too early. So where, right. where do we go? Uh, so what you do is uh, you spring ahead, and then you never go back. Uh, so you do exactly what, and again, this pains me very much uh, to tell everyone to do what Saskatchewan did. I mean, most of the time, you should just avoid everything that Saskatchewan is doing. But mm-hmm. on this one particular issue, they are geniuses, and they shame the rest of Canada. So uh, you get, by springing ahead and staying permanently in daylight saving time uh, for an extent, you, you still get uh, those late nights uh, of light that everybody appreciates, but you don't have this temporal clock chain. So that's that's mainly why I object to it, um, is screwing with people's fleet twice a year. That's where all the damage comes from. Uh, that's where all the inconvenience comes from. Uh, so, and, and again, this has been tested all around the world. I mean, we have it here. The United States has it, so it'd be easy to believe this is sort of uh, everybody does it. Most of the world's population does not follow daylight saving time. Now a lot of the world's population does live near the equator where there's not huge disparities in, in day or night throughout the year. Um, however, this is a strange thing only done in a you know, corner of the Western world. And even places, China being a good example, uh, that does have disparities between seasons, they don't bother with it. All right. Much more at uh, nationalpost.com. Tristan, thanks so much for joining us here today. Appreciate it as always. Thank you. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.